the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From our seventh floor studio in Buckhead, this is Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Ratcliffe. Look out, it is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am the feeling much better, Rick Probst. Well, we're so glad you're feeling much better, and I'm the feeling the same, Dan Radcliffe. And there's no Megan Morgan Lavigny today because she's moving again? Didn't she move on Friday? You know, it seems like she's moved several times in the past few days. What's in her past? Maybe we're using the wrong (laughs) excuse. (laughs) What's in her past that she keeps... She moving away moving. from it? I don't know. You know. Yeah. Well, she's a, a Lavigny. We'll have uh, to ask uh, Butterfoot. Uh, Butterfeet. What is what is it? Alton Butterfeet. <laughs> but, 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 but. Yeah, he's probably helping her, right? Uh, probably Would you think? so. Yeah. Do you think she lets him? Because she's a pretty strong woman, this one. She probably expects him to, but doesn't let him do a whole lot. I can pick that refrigerator up myself. <laughs> that was Megan. That was Megan. I <laughs> see. And this is this is Butterfoot. Okay. <laughs> there he is. Okay. What's his name? Dalton. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, I'm still. I'm not a hundred percent. I was yeah. not feeling good Thursday. Right. Uh, the show. I was feeling a little puny, but we did it. And then when we got off the show, I just, I don't know what, I had the rockin' pneumonia and the boogie-woogie flu, You, you I think. went uh, downhill fast. Yeah, and, and then yeah. I went home, went to bed, yeah. and then Friday called in sick and slept for most of the day till about noon, mm-hmm. maybe, I guess, I don't know. But anyway, it's good to be back. Good. So, but she was gone Friday, uh, you had to do the show with uh, Shamso. Right, yeah, yeah. She well, she came in late Friday because she had uh, a football game to go to Friday night. Oh, so she was. Well, that's right, that's right. She wasn't moving on Friday. And then you no. had we had Shamso, which we haven't had on the show, who had an attitude, no doubt. Uh, a little bit, yeah. She had a little bit of an attitude because <laughs> mm-hmm. we hadn't had her on in a while. You want me on your show now? Yeah, we had Sham and Sam. <laughs> Sam Davis was on with Sham us, and too. Sham and Sam in the morning. <laughs> yes. Well, it's good to uh, it's good to be back. I love the um, I love the uh, Facebook picture and the video of you and Joshua. Yeah, he got his license last what day? Oh, he got his uh, his permit uh, on Saturday. Oh, anyway. it's just his permit, just the permit, not the actual license on Saturday. Right. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. and then the video you posted. Yeah, that was just a fun thing. I'm glad did. he knows where the Prindle is. <laughs> <laughs> you have to know the Prindle to be able to know how to shift it into gear. I love how you did that. You know, yeah. your voices didn't sound like you and Joshua. You sounded like British people. Uh, well, you know, we're, we sounded a little different. Hello, I, I do mixed you know it. where the Prindle is? Yes. I mixed it with uh, it's from the from the show Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. It's a funny little bit that they did. Were they not English? It sounded no, English no. to me. No, no, no. Oh, Not gosh, English. this sickness really whacked me. Now yeah. I'm hearing people sound like English people. I say, I don't know what you're talking about, Rick. I see people with bad teeth, and I think immediately <laughs> they're from... From London. Uh, no, Hello. no, they are not British. They're... Do you know where the Prindle is? That was very funny. Yeah. How many times does it take you to, or do you just do the words? Well, there's got to be some kind of... Uh, well, I recorded the audio, and then we just kind of talked along with it, and uh, then, I, then I dubbed it over. It was very... Uh, it was fun. Very amusing. Yeah. 
Love we're, that. We're hoping to go viral. Go to, <laughs> I think you can get medicine for that. Oh, well. Um, hey, so. if you're a doctor and you can give uh, Joshua and Dan some, some uh, medicine for Give their, us a viral shot. We want to go viral. 404-995-7300. What was I going to say? I don't remember now. I, I don't remember. The, uh, the Prindle. Oh, our, our guest today is uh, Dave uh, Pilegigi. Uh, <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's pronounced Pileggi. Pileggi? Pileggi, yes. Pileggi. Yeah. Are you Pileggi. sure? I'm pretty sure. P-I-L-E-G-G-I. Looks yeah. like Pileggi to me. Right. Yeah, well, it came from Jim Vineyard, so you know he's got to be good. From the Vineyard Creative Group. Who? Yes. D- this guy knows everyone. He does. Everybody in Atlanta. I'll bet we'll have the president on. Next week. I'll bet we'll have Mike Stout on someday. <laughs> Mike who? Mike Stout used to work right here in this radio station. Yeah, we'll talk to David Palgigi. knows him, right? Somehow. Yeah, I think so. Him yeah, and, I think they're buddies. Him and Heidi? We'll they're acting him. buddies. Yes. Dave is, uh, now say his name again. Pileggi. Pileggi. Yeah. I'll have to practice that. Pileggi. Not Palgigi. <laughs> I'll slip and say Palgigi. You know yeah, he's a famous actor, this guy. Yeah. He's got a new book out. And uh, he does. Uh, he's a part of the uh, the Vineyard uh, Creative Group. So mm-hmm. awesome! We're looking forward to. I think it's called Fifty Two Pillars, and it has to do with uh, like leadership and uh, you know looking tomorrow and try to help you you know to be strong and mentally fit and that kind of thing. I need that. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. talk about that in a few. All right, here's one. Of course, next Thursday is um, is Halloween already. Yes. Is it on the thirty first this year? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know when Thanksgiving is because they keep moving that around. I'm pretty sure it's going to be on a Thursday. Is this it year. the third Thursday or is it the fourth Thursday, the of, fourth Thursday. of November? The fourth. Thursday. What happened to the second Thursday of November? They, they said forget the second. We don't. We don't want that one. And Christmas is on the the uh, the the 25th. Always year. every year. Every year. It's what on the about 25th. leap year? Uh, and then it's on the 26th. And Easter. <laughs> that, there's no telling when Easter is. I'm confused. Who knows? This is rocking pneumonia, boogie woogie flu. Uh, surely there's some kind of antidote for this. There is, and don't call me serum. <laughs> Thank you very much. We could get arrested. We, we Wouldn't should. Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. All right, how old is too old to trick or treat, do you think? Joshua is uh, 14, 15. Joshua's 15. Is he um, too old? I'd say once you get out of high school, you're too old to trick-or-treat. <laughs> really, after you get out of middle school, you're too old to trick-or-treat. Are you serious? But, yeah, I, that's what I think. Listen to this. If you go to Chesapeake, Virginia, uh, you can only be 12 and under to trick-or-treat. Otherwise, it's a misdemeanor. Really? And a $100 fine. What? Seriously? A, yes. That's totally crazy. Se- I had a teacher named Misdemeanor. Really? Um, and Let's see. Where else? Virginia Beach, Portsmouth, uh, Suffolk. And Norfolk. Really? Uh, they have the same statutes there. I, I'm i wondering if those are like ultra-high-crimed areas. Those Maybe are cities, so. yeah. right? Yeah. So they're just saying anybody over 12. Huh. Wow, is that crazy? That is crazy. Uh, I'm I'm assuming Elijah will go. But yeah, we have high schoolers come all the time around our neighborhood. So. 73% of the people uh, polled said that uh, they think that it's up should be up to the the parents and that 17 would be the the max but yeah. 12 to 17 they would think okay hmm. yeah i well, i would agree i think if you're under high school age then you know high school or, or or under you're you're good to go i really wanted to talk about this and maybe i'll bring it back up when she's back on the show megan morgan lavigny yeah yeah there was a time now with caleb um we got into this i don't know if you call it legalistic 
is because Halloween, you got witches right, and devils right. and stuff like that. So we were like, no, you can't go trick-or-treating. You can only go to Christian Fall Festivals. You can only go to trunk-or-treating, <laughs> not trick-or-treating. <laughs> if it's a trunk, it's okay, not a trick. But then when the other boys came around, it was like, I don't know if it was just uh, just older and you're yeah. like, eh, yeah, you just whatever. Yeah, okay, whatever. And they didn't really, I mean, to them, they didn't go, okay, this is Satan's day. <laughs> I'm going out to get candy. <laughs> Know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I so, gotcha. I mean, how do you how do you feel about that? I mean, are you okay with that? We've yeah, never really I mean, our, talked about that, have we? Our kids have always gone trick or treating, and uh, and they they know, like you said, they know it. It's Halloween. We're we're having fun. We're not here to celebrate Satan or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, it started off as a as a, a Christian holiday. Well, it's All Saints Day is the first, but uh, yeah. so I, I don't know. But uh, we yeah yeah we let them go trick or treating, and we we have fun. We don't make a big deal out of it, but. Yeah, I think, I mean, I'm older now, so I'm, like, looking at even the kids that show up for church. Yeah. Like, next week will be our fall festival. Well, some of the little kids, like, you know, four, five, six, seven, they'll show up in their outfits. Right, right. And I don't know. They may be, like, uh, superheroes or something, but I don't know. That, or they're dressed like Rick and Dan from Faith Talk There Live. you go. See? I don't know that there'll be any devils amongst them. M- probably not. Well, there may be some devils amongst them. I <laughs> they don't. just won't be dressed like it. <laughs> Thank but they're much. just they're just so dang cute you know, showing yeah, up. Yeah. So I I'm just I must be older. Yeah. So um, hey, if you have a problem about Halloween, call Shamso when <laughs> she you get, have a problem when with she it. gets back. Uh, she's well, they can uh, call Philly right now. You know, Phyllis four zero four nine nine five seventy three hundred. Yeah, Philly or Phyllis, and uh, you can and you can let her know how you feel. What you need uh, if you've got a case, you need Judge Judy. Uh, Judge Judy, 77 today. Is she really? I actually thought she was older than that. I did too, actually. I, thought, I would have said she was in uh, probably her early 80s. Do you think that she goes trick-or-treating? I kind of doubt it. Do you know she is the highest paid television personality? Seriously? She was last year. Really? I haven't checked the stats today. I mean, she, even more, more than like Ellen DeGeneres or people like that? Yeah, for wow. some reason, she huh. is just making millions. Who knew? She might even be... Uh, a billionaire. So go to her house for trick or treating. Uh, and uh, if you want to, go by John MacArthur's house uh, too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know that he'll leave his uh, lamp on. He's for you, to but. celebrate his lamp. <laughs> it's it's a fire it's, lit lamp. Yeah. <laughs> he's not that old. Do you remember when we did the video for him? Yeah. See, I didn't remember it until I got the letter from them. In the mail. Oh, I didn't get a letter. Did well, you get a letter? Yeah, I didn't. Get I got one. a letter. Okay, and uh, I was like, "Did we do that?" Because I know we just celebrated Doctor Stanley's fiftieth year. Yeah, but uh, John MacArthur's. Yeah, been we in recorded the, one in here. Actually, the ministry was it. It was video. Yeah. <clears throat> well, this is what they said, uh, dear Randy and Doug. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it says dear Ron and Darren. Uh, wait a minute, dear Roger and Dwayne. Oh, okay. Dwayne. Dear Rudyard and Dinsdale. Rudyard. <laughs> Roger and Dinsdale. I guess they think we have bad teeth or something. I guess. No, really, it says, uh, warmest greetings from John MacArthur and our staff. Wow. Uh, warm greetings in mind. Our team here was able to view the warm congratulatory greeting you provided us via ambassador. Uh, wow. What an encouragement. We were going to share the greetings we received with a variety of folks including uh, staff meetings, tours. We're going to be on tour there, oh, all right. out there at the MacArthur Ranch. And uh, let's see. And they're doing a DVD. 
Not a DVD. Are we going to be on the DVD? Yes. Oh. And so they're going to present this all next month. Let's see. When did this come in? This was October 9th. Mm-hmm. Was this last week? Why did you get one and I didn't I, get one? I'm jealous I now. don't know, understand why I it did. says Dear Rick because uh-huh. we both sent it. We did. Okay. Maybe it went via Louis Giglio. Ah. Uh, yeah. So they scratched That's why it you. says Randy and Don. Or Doug, Darren, Dwayne, yeah. or Dinsdale. Right. So we appreciate those guys. Jay Flowers, the COO. Of um, John MacArthur's the cool. ministry, grace, grace, uh, grace to you. Yeah, right. All right. Awesome. I thought it was just some junk mail. I was going to flick it, and, but it's an actual it, letter. It had, uh, yeah, it's that's a real sig- signature. Is there a, p- a picture of you and John MacArthur there together? <laughs> John MacArthur. You, should be. you know how long that would last? <laughs> About two seconds. That's it. That's Jay Flowers. Jay Flowers. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. not John. All right. So congratulations to Dr. John MacArthur, and uh, I'd love to see that. Yeah, do it. thanks for doing the great work that you guys do, Grace, to you every day. I know this guy does some great work, uh, Dave, and his last name again is Pelleggi. 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 Yes. Pelleggi, and he's an actor. We're going to talk about his acting, his new book, and he has uh, uh, got a lot of irons on the fire. He met his wife in uh, on the coast of Alabama back in the day. Alabama. Her name is Wendy. We're going to ask... What was the the line he used for Wendy? Mm. Hey, baby, what's your sign? <laughs> Probably not that one. <laughs> My sign is stop. <laughs> All right, we'll be back from the uh, Phoenix Royster Studio. <laughs> you are feeling much better. Are you still on cough medicine? <laughs> <laughs> yes, in fact, I need another teaspoon okay. here. From the Phoenix Royster Studio on Buckhead, it's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Rack. We'll be right back. Faith Talk Live from the Phoenix Roaster Studio. Talk that's well-grounded. Here are Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Love it. It is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. You see what he did there? Well-grounded because it's the ah, Phoenix Roasters that studio. Dave uh, that Dave Spiker. It must crazy. be the name Dave. It's, uh, if you <laughs> have a name crazy, like... wacky guys named Dave. A name like Dave, not Darren or Doug or... or Dan or, you know, <laughs> Donald or... or Rudyard. <laughs> or Dinsdale. Or even Mike say. Stout. Yeah. Those names <laughs> just don't... don't... They don't do it. They don't, they don't measure up. No. Or Jim. Now, Jim's a good name to Jim, have. Jim's a good name jim's like way up there right i'm, I'm yeah. this old jim our good friend jim do you know jim sutton do you, do you know jim, jim? sutton well jim. i was, he was also an actor jim yeah. sutton yeah, yeah yeah that's how i know him i james. mean if you, james, james if you want to call him by his well right. i was thinking right. somebody even more epic than than jim sutton jim, oh, oh, Jimmy jim vineyard. vineyard okay yeah. there you the go vineyard creative yeah. group he introduced yeah. oh, us man, to yeah. Dave Pelleggi, how are you? Great. Thank you, man. Uh, Our right, first segment, me. I butchered your name, but you're probably Sweet. used to that, right? <laughs> I am indeed. I said it was Pyle Gigi, but that's not the case, is it? No, it's not. That's actually an interesting pronunciation. I've never heard it like that before. So well done in being the first original way to pronounce it. And I figure since I did that, that Jim will no longer send anyone to be on this show. Not without a phonetically spun, (laughs) written out last name. And it's Vineyard, not Vineyard. Right, right, right. Oh, it is? Yeah, Jim Vineyard. Wow, does he know? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he, he always pronounces himself with a British accent, Vignard. Jim Vignard. Vignard. Hello. Uh, hello. Jim, Jim Vignard. Vignard. I say. 
So how did you get created? How did you get created? Well, well the Lord, you know, when two people love each other and the good Lord's anointing is upon it, there's birds and there's bees. There's, you just probably need to ask your you dad. You know, maybe I still have the rock and pneumonia and the boogie woogie flu. Do. I just. Anyway, it's that cough medicine that you took this morning. <laughs> yeah, man. It's got a bunch of X's on the front. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Up in the hills of Walton County. Yeah. How'd you meet Jimmy V? Oh, man. A friend of mine, um, I saw her post. Uh, her name's Lisa Wilson. She's an amazing human being. She had posted on social media about Jim, mm-hmm. uh, about his heart for people, looking for uh, public speakers uh, to join his group. And uh, I reached out to her. And she said, I was thinking of you already, so let me do an intro. Uh, Jim and I got together for coffee, and we talked for a few hours, and then it was done. Like yeah. we were- That's what happens with Jim. We've, yeah. we've talked to Jim, sat down, and just kind of brainstormed, and it just goes on and on and on. Yeah. And he's just full of good stuff. Yeah, Indeed. He's full of it. He is He really, full of really is. Full this of guy. great ideas. Yeah, and yeah. 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 That's yeah, awesome. He's a creative mastermind. Like, I love sitting down with him because it just never ends. Yes. Yeah. I wonder where he gets that. You think that's his wife, like, downloading in, into him the night before? Could and he be, just steals it? Because he's always, like, flipping through post-it notes. So it could be, like, <laughs> notes that he steals. From, you know, I had this great idea in my prayer time. And flips them in a little post-it note. <laughs> Oh my God! Again, that'll be the last time that Jimmy right, sends right. any. It'll any, be the last time he sends me anywhere. <laughs> Dave Pelleggi here, actor, author, husband, father. All right, so you met Wendy, I read, yeah. on the coast in Alabama. Yeah, man. Uh, were, were, you, were you in Alabama on purpose, or was uh, it the yes, work release actually. program? You thought actually. you were in Florida, but I, it yeah, right. Alabama. The Florida-Bama line is so yeah. close, I got confused. <laughs> right. Um, well, no, we actually met at church down at the Gulf, and. Um, it's she's such an amazing human being like it, it was one of those situations where it was this time in my life where i just needed balance mm-hmm. you know and god's like oh here you go you need a Boom. woman <laughs> right, right it's not good for mine to be alone <laughs> yes one of those kind of things right i like how god talks so, like, right yeah yeah right english accent. always has the hand and a british accent i it's say either, it's not good uh, right right it's either that or morgan freeman right and that was a terrible morgan freeman uh, it's either one of the two so since i can't do morgan i always do british there you go uh but you know it was interesting because you know we um dated for a year and a half then we were engaged for a year and a half uh, got married, uh, were together five, six years uh, before we started talking about kids because yeah. we wanted to make sure we kind of learned each other and got some balance. And then uh, now it's been 13 years and we've got two kids, yeah. uh, eight-year-old and four-year-old. Wow. So, How about yeah. that? Yeah, wow. it's so cool, man. So your background, David Pelleggi here. We're going to talk about his book uh, probably after the heartbreak here. It's a really good book, and uh, we'll get the long and short of it. So let's talk a little bit about acting. How mm-hmm. did you get into acting were you as a kid you were know, you the class clown what's the oh story? man i was the the i don't know if you can put a title of clown on it i think it was more of like class outcast and weird guy you know what i'm saying <laughs> entertainer so, right, You're right. An entertainer. that's the word right there man he's awful artsy it was like that kind of thing right um so it, it was very much a, an outcast kind of a feel to to my life, but I I always loved to entertain, uh, always. And then when the market crashed in '08, <laughs> my wife looked at each other and we're like, "Well, 
What are we going to do now? Now we're both unemployed, so we might as well just call ourselves actors. Because <laughs> all of the rest of them are as well anyway. See, Dan, um, we should have done that. Right? We should have. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we we really did just sit down and pray and, and just was like, God, you know, we've always wanted to do it. But, you know, we were both raised in households where it was you know, work hard, mm-hmm. earn money, mm-hmm. take care of the fam. Mm-hmm. And so while we still felt that, we really felt this dream and this calling to the entertainment industry because we both love to entertain. My wife's an amazing actress and performer. And so we just were like, All right, let's do it. Let's yeah. go. And so uh, I joined an improv troupe. And uh, after I think it was my first or second show, there were some agents in the crowd came up and said, "We want to sign you." And wow, wow that's great. Um, and they were looking for acting s- agents or real estate yeah, agents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, I thought they were acting agents. After I was selling property, yeah. and I was like, you know, I guess this is a part, right, that I'm gonna play. Uh, but no, yeah, they and it was interesting because they were looking for an ethnically ambiguous random <laughs> dude. So I fit is that the how you, is right. that how you describe yourself? Yeah, yeah, ethnically yeah. ambiguous. If I you're like looking that. for an ethnically ambiguous random guy, Dave Pledge is your man. It's amazing how that. his impersonation of God just kind of <laughs> it goes in right and out. Right? It's like yeah. a thread, it's like from heaven. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, you know, and so from there, it just kind of gradually just rolled. I met so many amazing people mm. in the industry and um, started booking some commercials and then TV and then film and then industrial work in Atlanta is plentiful, mm-hmm. to say the least, um, as well as the commercial market. And then it just kind of grew from there. And God really blessed it, honestly. I mean, he's given us such great influence and such great relationships in the industry we really have felt from the beginning that we're more missionaries than entertainers. Mm-hmm. Um, but just focusing on love, right? Like right. that's really been our thing. Like we fell in love with the people of the entertainment industry, uh, front to back, left to right. Like everyone we meet, we're just enamored by them. Like we just can't get enough of being around these amazing people. And that's so, awesome. um, and so it's just been amazing to see what God's done, you know? Wow. Very cool. So what are some of the things you've worked on recently? I mean, obviously there's tons of movies sure, filming here in sure. Atlanta nowadays, but what, what have you been working on? Um, well, I was just on uh, Tyler Perry's uh, new show, Sisters. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I saw a promo for that yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, had a couple episodes on that. Are you um, a sister or... I am. You're not going to be able to s- tell that it's me okay, because of the amazing wardrobe okay. and makeup people. Um, because you are ethnically ambiguous, and, and ambiguous right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, hilarious when you watch those episodes. You'll see me fly by in a wig. It'll be amazing. Awesome. Love this guy already. We're going to finish up uh, talking about a little bit of acting stuff after this hard break, and we'll get into 52 Pillars, his brand new book, and you're going to want to hear more about that. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Rack. This is Faith Talk Live. Remember, a yawn is just a silent scream for coffee. Here's more Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan from the Phoenix Roaster Studio. Look out, it is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Rackle. This is the way to have a Monday. Have somebody fun like Dave Pelleggi. Loving this Monday. You know, if he weren't so famous and busy, we'd get him to come in every Monday. That's right. It'd be Rick, Dan, and Dave. Yo, yes. I'm all in. Let's yeah, go. come on. <laughs> Dave Pelleggi here, famous actor. Or and... Pile GG, depending on how you want to pronounce it. Right, right? absolutely. Yeah. yeah, just from wherever you're from, it's what, pronounced different. Yeah, whatever you want to do. <laughs> amazing husband. Uh, I just got that text from your wife. She said you're amazing. Oh, sweet. Uh, Thank 
you, baby. And uh, okay, Dad. Okay, Dad. Uh, All right, yeah. oof, that hurts my heart. Got a nine-year-old, and he's uh, he's struggling. Hey, yeah. Dan and I have been through it. I yeah. have all boys. He's had a mixture at uh, the two girls. Who two are the, girls and a boy. Who are the mm-hmm. most difficult? The girls or the boys? Girls. So anyway, girls, girls. Uh, let's. See. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll make it. You guys will make it. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. New book is called uh, Fifty Two Pillars, and we're going to talk about that mm-hmm. in a few. It's uh, great from uh, taking you to where you want to be. Uh, yeah. You can start off today. We'll get into that in a second because he is an actor and he had mentioned that uh now how many episodes of tyler perry's thing uh two 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 episodes so do you know exactly when they'll air or not yet we will have uh more of those details coming forthwith now how can they follow you to find out do you post that kind of stuff on you you i do yeah instagram at dave pelleggi um twitter same thing facebook same thing yeah, Dave Pelleggi. Do you think if we like sent messages to Tyler Perry and said we want more of Dave Pelleggi, that he'd kind of put him in more stuff? He'd, he'd be a sister more often. Yeah, I, I would be a yeah. sister more yeah. often. Yeah, yeah. you Bad need more. more ethnically ambiguous dudes. <laughs> Sisters. Oh, Sisters. Are dude, actually. oh, by the yeah. way, Dave's impression of of God uh, and Morgan Freeman. Yeah. You can have him at birthday parties, <laughs> church events, or bar mitzvahs. Yeah. You want to do Morgan Freeman again? <laughs> Let's hear that. Well, all right then. That, <laughs> it's kind of like all I got. It was a just little, like him. I thought he was standing right here. Right, it's right. a little Ringo Starish, but <laughs> it, I'm not judging. I'm just a, a, a radio announcer in the Ringo's. right media. You're not a professional. <laughs> Like anyway, he is. Dave Pelleggi. Uh, By the way, thanks, Phoenix Roasters, for being proud sponsors of Faith Talk Live. Check out their website, phoenixroasters.coffee. They've got some great stuff mm-hmm. and uh, great uh, merch, too. Love their stuff. Delicious mm-hmm. coffee. We were talking about acting and acting schools. Yeah, you and uh, and Wendy have a, I don't know if you call it a school, but you have uh, classes that people can come attend. It's called The Creative? Yeah, it's called The Creative. Uh, on uh, Instagram, Facebook, we're The Creative Movement ATL. And um, we really felt like we wanted a place uh, just to give people the opportunity to merge their craft with their purpose. You know, Mm -hmm. being in the industry over 11 years now, um, coming up on a decade, about a year and a half ago in the industry, we saw a lot of people, a lot of actors and a lot of creatives in general, super high highs and super low lows. Mm -hmm. And really struggle to find that balance. Mm-hmm. If their booking and their agent is happy, then they're happy. Right. Mm-hmm. If they're not getting opportunities, then they're just doldrum of the mopes, right? Mm-hmm. Like just terrible <laughs> town USA. Yeah. The mopes. Yeah. And uh and and we really had seen where uh, you know, God had given me uh this workshop that I do um to help with their mindset, bring balance, bring purpose, find their why. Uh, have a mission statement that they live every day by to accomplish that why, why they feel God Mm. put them in the industry in the Mm. first place. Because the industry is so crazy, you kind of have to be called to it to be (laughs) be in it, you know? Yeah, definitely. And so, um, you know, the creative has been open almost a year and a half, and it's been amazing what what God has done in it. Like people really raising their craft. Like we know purpose is a big part of it. But if you're only focused on purpose and not craft, mm-hmm. then you know nothing's going to happen. You know that scripture that if you're if you see a man skilled in his work, he'll serve before kings. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be skilled in your craft. You right. have to know the ins and outs, studying, 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 and working. But then there's also the purpose side. Mm-hmm. You know that is your heart set on the why behind it? Are you just in it for the money, the bookings, the fame, uh, the status? Or is it something deeper? Right. You know, is it yeah. something deeper? And so bringing people to that revelation while at the same time working on their craft 
Mm. It's an exponential explosion of their of of what God does in them. It's just amazing. We've seen just absolute uh, lives transformed. Um, over thirty people have come back to know the Lord or know the Lord for the very first wow. time this year. That's, That's awesome. So um, awesome. And it's just amazing because we don't like preach. I don't sit there and be like, now before we start acting, guys, <laughs> open your you Bible, the Bible, right? But it's just about. Asking them those simple questions. Why do you feel like God put you in this industry? Yeah. You know, you seem to be really struggling opening up and getting your heart to a place to really connect with characters or do your work or do your prep. Like, what? why are you in it? What is the purpose behind this? And most of them just have a blank look on their face. Mm. But then when the light bulb goes off, it's just full and rich and exciting and passionate again now. Mm. You know, the industry now, instead of it just being... Oh, one more thing I got to do, and mm-hmm. hopefully someone will say yes to me. Right. Now it's an adventure. Now it's who can I touch? What lives can I change? What love can I spread? Mm-hmm. And so loving on this, the people in this industry, both in front of the camera and behind, has just been amazing. It's Dave, just really amazing. Dave Pelleggi, actor and uh, author. We're going to talk about his book in just a few. I love what you said earlier. I can't remember if it was this segment or the segment before. You just have loved the people in your industry. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, you're talking about people that have alternative lifestyles. Yeah. You're talking about people that have been outcast, very mm. talented, and instead of judgment, they need love. Oh, mm. man, right? one million percent. Because here's the thing that God, that we really realized is that um, if you're consumed with religion, you have to be right. Mm. If you're consumed with the spirit, you are absolutely obsessed with service. Mm. And Mm. so we really felt like there is no right unless you're loving and serving, Mm. right? Like Mm -hmm. that is being right. And because, you know, the interesting thing is, is the thing that always hit me, I grew up in the church. My dad was a a preacher. We grew up in the hellfire brimstone. Yeah, come on now. All right, since y'all are going to hell, I'm going to preach to you anyway, right? Like, it's that kind of deal, right? Is that what he Uh, sounded like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad's from New York, right? But now he's country. Um, uh, But no, like, we were involved. Like, my dad was an evangelist and went around. He was a very much a love prayer guy. Mm -hmm. So even though we would go to churches and hear the hellfire brimstone, he would always give us a little, now, you know. There's the love side of God. Right, Don't forget, right. Right? Like, yeah. um, but I, I think one of the big things that that we've even noticed in the industry as God has kind of been bringing us to this place of service is that there are people that are so judgmental of them of themselves. Mm-hmm. They need no one else to help them. Right. Exactly. Judge themselves. Yeah. And when you show them unconditional love, when I look at these people in the entertainment industry, I just fall in love with them. Like they're so. They're just amazing human beings. And when I can look at them and go, look at everything that God put in you. How do you not see that? Like, he's not mad at you. Yeah. Like, he loves you. He's chasing you down. And Mm. I'm an example of that. My ethnically ambiguous random self (laughs) in my journey of my life was placed in your path. And if that doesn't show you that God's chasing you down, then nothing will. Mm. And it's amazing when they come to that revelation that, wait, God is not mad at me. He doesn't hate me. He fully loves me. And he's the one that put all these gifts in me in the first place. Right. When they understand that they're made in his image and that the gifts that they have, writer, director, producer, actor, improviser, whatever it is, that those gifts were put in them in their mother's womb yeah. from heaven mm. and that they're living out being made the way God made them in their craft, mm. it blows their mind. It does a full-on mind job on yeah. them that just... 
completely changes everything that they are. It's just amazing to watch that transformation. I love uh, the workshop that you say, you, the, the, the workshop you do where you, you're kind of helping them find their passion and, and their purpose and, yeah. and, and melting the two of them together, especially for actors and actresses, um, because it can be easy to go into that thinking, I'm going to be a bajillionaire and everybody's going to know me. Yeah. And that's the only purpose you have for acting yeah. when there's so much more to it. I love that you do that workshop. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's interesting that we always challenge the people that come to our studio to uh, every week, every month, do some sort of act of service mm-hmm. in wherever it is they lean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So is there a commercial you see that tears your heart out? That could very well be one of the whys that you're put on this earth for. Huh. Mm-hmm. There is a group of people or a cause that you were created to serve to pour into. Who is that group of people? Find it mm-hmm. and then join some organization, volunteer, do something to serve that group of people. Yeah, And it is mind-blowing how every aspect of their life starts to rise when they focus on service and love. Mm. Because once love flows through you in one area, it starts to permeate all the others. Yeah, it does. And so once we can focus them in on getting outside of themselves, being a part of something bigger than themselves, then their craft, their talent, their skill becomes bigger than themselves, too. Hmm. Dave Pelleggi here. We're talking about uh, his ministry, a famous actor here and author, but just the powerful things that are going on through the ministry of you and your wife. What does your dad think? Is your dad still around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are uh, semi-retired. I don't think Semi. they're semi-retired. Semi, they're always going to be doing something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're down in Mobile, Alabama. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's uh, helping churches down there. He's been very uh, um, apostolistic. I think if that's a word. Wow, can you say that right? radio? Can, can you say I? that on the radio? Oh man, we gotta bleep that out. <laughs> Quick, hit the button. Um, uh, you know, he helps pastors, helps churches, uh, kind of grow and mm-hmm. stay balanced and do his thing. You know, mm-hmm. um, and so yeah, he loves it. He they've come up, uh, been a part of our studio and some events that we've had, and they. They love it. They're cool. so ecstatic. Yeah. Wow. That's so you were a preacher's kid, and you turned out all right. See? Kinda. Yeah. You could ask my wife <laughs> to kind of verify that, but yeah. <laughs> all right. We're going to get Wendy on the phone here in just oh, a few. No. And not only that, we're going to ask the kids how they feel yeah. about Dad. <laughs> Dave Pelleggi here. We'll be back. Well, I, I promise you we're going to talk about his book. It's an, <laughs> it's an amazing book. And thank you very much, Jimmy Vineyard, for uh, turning us on with Dave Pledge. We'll be back. I'm Rick Pro, And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Faith Talk Live from the Phoenix Roaster Studio. Talk that's well-grounded. Here are Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Oh, yeah, Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Monday. Dave Pelleggi in the studio. Woo! And on tomorrow's show, Woo! Dave's coming back. It's going to be all Dave all the time. And then the Wednesday time. is Dave. Thursday <laughs> is Dave and Friday. <laughs> Welcome to Dave Week. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be, that would be fun. Yeah, have you. Busy guy. Catch all his stuff. He is on television. He's in the movies. He's everywhere. And uh, you can follow him on, uh, let's see, what is it, Dave? He's at dancing. He's acting. He's singing. He's, uh, he's doing everything. Yeah. A little bit of everything. So you're the triple threat then? Do you <laughs> dance too? <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> I just learned that term just yeah, minutes ago. Threat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, follow these guys. Check them out at thecreativemovement.co. Mm-hmm. And your Facebook page is what? Creative Casting Atlanta uh, ATL? We do. We have an extras casting company that we also started to be a part of some of the projects we're doing. Very cool. Uh, to handle some of the casting for that as well. Um, but on social media overall, it's uh, the Creative Movement ATL, Facebook and Instagram. All right. Yeah.
Dave's wife Wendy responded on the uh, on the Facebook. What yeah, she said? Yeah, she said it was questionable uh, whether or not you turned out okay being yeah, a preacher kid. So, I know. Uh, I guess <laughs> so, the jury's still out on that one. Sorry, baby. It's a good thing she's got a minor in psychology, isn't right, it? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. That, that all works together. Dave Pelleggi here, great guy. we got to have you back. Seriously, I'd you're, love you're to. pretty amazing. Thank uh, you. Thank, thank you, you Jimmy to. Vineyard, uh, the yeah. Vineyard uh, Creative Group, sending us some rock stars here. Yeah. All right, let's get into your book because mm-hmm. we really want to, I mean, the ink is still wet on this book. Yeah. Uh, you just released it, what, last week? Yeah. Did you say the week before? Mm-hmm. 52 Pillars, Building Me, My Family, and My Career. What's yeah. it all about? Tell us. So... I know for me growing up in the church, uh, heard thousands and thousands of messages. Mm. Um, my big issue was I never knew how to apply it. Mm-hmm. I never knew how to walk out of the door, right, and, and have somebody cut me off in traffic and still be godly, right? Like, you know, or, oh, wait, we're supposed to be godly when that happens? Oh, oh well. Oh, do we have to bleep <laughs> that <Wow>. out, too? <laughs> Has it come to that? I tell them they're number one. <laughs> right, right, right. Jesus yeah. one way. <laughs> right. Um, and, you know, even in the workplace, like how in the world if somebody cheats me out of money or says something about me that isn't true or mm. trying to sabotage my work to get a promotion above me, mm. how in the world am I supposed to be godly in that? I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. And so... Even in functioning in, in everyday life, I struggled for years and years and years with with my thought process, struggled with suicidal thoughts for a long time mm. and um, not knowing that it was, you know, uh, never really having a diagnosis, just knowing I was getting hammered. Mm. Right. And so uh, just praying my way, literally praying my way through God, help me. What do I do? Mm-hmm. And then seeing scriptures like take every thought captive. Yeah. Well, what does that even mean? Mm-hmm. Right. And then talking to some psychologists about, uh, which my wife is super excited about, by the way. Uh, because she is a psychologist. Triple thumbs up and smiley faces for shrinks. Um, uh, <laughs> so, uh, and, and what they were talking to me about was, you know, they have this sheet that some psychologists will use where they uh, tell you to pull out a piece of paper, write, draw a line from top to bottom in the middle. On the left side, write all the negative thoughts you have. On the mm-hmm. right side, write the opposite of those. Hmm. Okay, Those are your affirmations that directly hit those thoughts that hit you. Hmm. And so when I first had that revelation, when he gave me this tool, I started really seeking out scriptures of every area of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's, uh, I, I don't have any confidence in this area. What am I supposed to do? Oh, well, let me look at my concordance and look up what does the Bible say about confidence and mm-hmm. boldness and uh, faithfulness and truth and joy, right? Like, why am I always in the doldrum of the mopes, right? Like, <laughs> like what is the what is the deal? Why am, the I, of the why am I struggling so bad with happiness and joy? Well, yeah. let's go ahead and figure out what does the Bible say about it? That's because good, you know, even as a as a young kid, I always viewed scripture as like a lightsaber. Um, you know, I'm a big Star Wars guy growing up. Uh, as well kid, you should be. As well yeah. I should be. Use the force, Luke. Um, that's actually my God and Obi-Wan Kenobi, right? Like it's, and Morgan Freeman. And Morgan Freeman all wrapped up into one. I'm a one-trick pony, okay? Leave me alone. Um, but, like, I really had this desire to to know how to use the word. It says it's the sword of the spirit. So mm. what does that even mean? Mm-hmm. And so studying the word and diving in, I found every single thing that I struggled with, there's a scripture that could help me overcome it. Yeah. You know, and there's been psychological tests that have shown that, um, you know, if you have uh, your mind set on positivity, some sort of positivity, not even in the spiritual realm, right. it'll disrupt those depressive mm. brainwaves. Mm. 
Um, and uh, every single time you can bring freedom to yourself to go towards purpose, towards passion, towards freedom, you should do it. Mm. Um, I had a friend of mine. I did an experiment with him. I was walking him through our Mindset Mastery Workshop, and he had one of these clickers because he, he used to be a bouncer. And I said, okay, I want you to take this clicker, and every time you have a negative thought throughout your whole first half of the day, from the time you wake up till noon at lunch, I want you to click it. Mm. And then call me at lunch, and we'll talk. So, and he's, he was struggling with sadness, depression, all of those things. So by the time lunch came, it was like 112 times wow. he had like negative thoughts. Wow. So I said, hey, if you're going to work that hard in your mind to be sad, right? 112 right. times your brain is trying to convince you that you should be this. Mm-hmm. You need to work that hard on the other side as well. Yeah. You can't just let it happen. Mm. You know, a lot of people are like, well, that's just the way it is. No, it's not just the way it is. You can fight. Now, there's tons of different reasons for depression and anxiety. There's chemical imbalances. There's physicality. There's psychological stuff. There's trauma. There's PTSD. There's the spiritual side of things. I don't think you can just blanket cover everything with one deal. Right. But what I have seen in all areas of those things is that the word helps. Mm. That is so good. And so that's what this book is about, just to give freedom the way that I've gained freedom, to help people get joy the way I've gained joy. Peace is one of the things that I've noticed is lacking the most because Mm -hmm. from peace then can come the hope, the joy, the love, right? All of those things. So can you rely on the word for peace Mm. and then trust that everything else is going to roll from it? Mm. And so that's what I personally have experienced. And so everything from the church world, even when I speak at churches, it's amazing the people that come up and say, I have never known that that's how I'm supposed to use the word. Mm. Mm. They never knew. They've been struggling with anxiety, right? So then we talk about anxiety, and they look up anxious. Be anxious for nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, Let your mind rely on, David said, let my mind rely on the Lord as my refuge and peace and strength. So they didn't know that you could take that word and repeat it over. Every time a negative thought comes, hit it with that word. Speak it out loud out of your mouth. Every time if you were to hold a clicker in your mind or in your hand and go through your day, click it every negative thought. There should be a positive one right after it. I love that. Yeah, I mean, it says the word is living and active, and it is. Yeah, that's, that's exactly that's exactly how it comes about. And I love how passionate you are about yes. this. When you when you and Wendy started doing this, but you said back in two thousand eight. Yeah, you guys said, mm, okay, I guess we got to do something. Um, how did that change you? I mean, it, it may have been kind of scary, I assume, to start it, but uh, how it did was. it change you? You know, in that moment, I was struggling with suicidal thoughts, but really, really bad because mm. I personally had made a bunch of stupid decisions. And just brought my life to the doldrum of the most, yeah, right? Like right. literally just bottom of the barrel. Mm. I sat on the edge of bed, edge of my bed with a gun in my hand ready to end it all. Mm. Oh, gosh. And uh, I was like, okay, God, I'm going to do the stereotypical thing in the movies. God, if you want me here, you got 60 seconds, right? <laughs> that whole thing. I literally said that on the edge yeah. of my bed, right? And the craziest, supernatural, weirdest stuff I hear Oprah interviewing Denzel Washington downstairs. My wife's downstairs while I'm on the edge of my bed. Wow. He starts talking about how he was called to the entertainment industry. He felt like everybody wanted him to be a preacher. He didn't want to. He wanted to do follow his calling. And I just felt God speak to me and say, there are millions of people struggling just like you that mm. don't have me, and you mm. need to get me to them. Wow. wow, man. And so I really feel like... I'm here to end suicide forever. That's the thing. We're writing movies and shows, creating content. We're about to start a Kickstarter campaign just to launch our nonprofit called Suicide Haters, mm. um, where it's literally going to be a content creation nonprofit. 
wow. where we're going to take over the internet with content, um, both uh, web series and social media content and graphic pieces to just flood the internet uh, with software and apps and the whole nine yards. We're just going to crush to get people that break that they need mm. of the word and affirmations and positivity and so that there's movement in them, yeah. even though they may not even know it. You know, one second of positivity gives 20 to 30 seconds of rest in that depressive brainwave. Mm-hmm. If we can get somebody one full second to land on a scripture, land on a positivity that you are more than enough. God loves you. I see you. You know, you're worth more. Yeah. Boom. 20, 30 seconds of that brainwave changing could change everything. for Dave, them. that's awesome, man. Mm. This is so huge. It's amazing. Yeah. We got to have you back. Raise your right Please. hand and say, I will come back. I will come back. I will come back. Okay. I will come back. <laughs> says love the have, we'd love to have Wendy, too, since she's oh, a, she, she a, would crush. Yeah, we got to yeah, have yeah. her come. Yeah. Dave Pelleggi, pick up his book, 52 Pillars, and uh, just follow him on Instagram, Facebook, and check out his stuff. Hey, great Monday. I'm Rick Prost. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. We'll see you tomorrow.